This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The Bears, as Brad Biggs pointed out in uh, in the Chicago Tribune and ChicagoTribune.com, this will be the 29th, 29th starting quarterback since yeah. 2000 for a franchise that has been cursed at the position. <laughs> so I've been here since 2003. I came up with my three best. Love it. Backup quarterbacks and the three worst backup quarterbacks in that time frame. That's uh, just for, in your 20 years, starting at 20 Just in the 20 years, just since Love I've it. been here, and since 2003. And, you know, it's still a long list, Dan. There have been a lot of people through those doors. But disqualifies Henry Burris. I wasn't here for that. And and um, Jim Miller, who was a backup at first. And certainly the most legendary backups of all time, Steve Fuller and Mike Tomczak, the only backups in Bears history to win a playoff game. But those guys, that's way in the past. I want to stay current times. So my three best will stay positive for now. Kyle Orton. Yep who was a backup before he became a starter, before he became trade bait for Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Josh McCown. Yes. Everybody's best friend, good enough to be a starter, sparked a debate, Cutler versus McCown. That was a 2011, and you know what happened after that. And then I think the guy most responsible for what we're experiencing now, because we're still afflicted a little bit, with Caleb Hania. It's an epidemic that swept through Chicago. He is probably the third best backup quarterback Caleb Haney at times could make you think he was going to be the truth the real deal the guy that would lead the Bears to the Super Bowl when he had to replace Jay Cutler and then (laughs) then maybe maybe not but I do like a lot what he had to offer I also liked him personally that can't you can't get out of out of uh, you can't escape from those realities but Orton McCown and Caleb Haney would be the three best with an asterisk maybe number four Brian Greasy who was an overlooked member of that 2016. Well, I loved one and two. Three, I would push back on you because for something I wrote uh, in my storylines piece at ChicagoTribune.com, Caleb Haney was, put, put forth a very admirable effort in the NFC Championship game in relief uh, against the Packers at Soldier Field. But then the next year, when the 7-3 and three Bears lost Jay Cutler to, guess what, a thumb injury, Caleb Haney made his first start against, guess who, the Raiders, and it was the first of four starts that he lost. He lost all four of those starts and, and threw nine interceptions in those four games. And the Bears went from seven and three to seven and seven, finished the year at eight and eight. And it was just a fizzle and a and a fart sound. But at the at the end of that experience, he, he could be on both lists. Actually, <laughs> he was good enough to trust in the NFC Championship game and bad enough to go on for the year after. So I, I think that's a good one. And again, I am not beyond being influenced by my relationship with the young man because he was really likable. All right, three worst. I'll put Haney fourth on my list of three. Okay, just he's on both lists. The worst backup quarterback in Bears history, and I think this may even be – I'm going back to 2003, but I don't think they could come any worse than Jonathan Quinn. 
That was 04, I think, right? I think it was Lovey's first year. 2004, Terry Shea was his offensive coordinator. The first time I interviewed Jonathan Quinn on the backfields of Bourbon A, his voice shook and his hands trembled. I can't imagine what he was like trying to call a play in the huddle. He was nervous talking to reporters. He did not fit the part. He was the opposite of poised, and he was bad on the field. He was number one, and I think it's easily. Number two, Todd Collins. He had the single-digit uh, – Passer rating against Washington when he had to be pressed into action bad enough that where teammates would, would be known to mock his throwing motion, teammates did not really think they had much confidence in him. Todd Collins would be the guy, number two. Number three, this is mostly for some of my Notre Dame brethren who remember him when he was coming out of limousines and, and going to, to uh, Notre Dame, but Jimmy Clausen did not live up to the billing as a Bears quarterback. He was bad. He was overmatched and he was exposed. He would be on my list of bad, the three worst Bears backups since 2003. Interesting personal footnote. You would have been at this game as well, but I was in the stands at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte on uh, what year would it have been, but it was Collins versus Clawson, Bears versus Panthers. And I think Matt Forte had two early touchdowns and it was a, a, a Bears win. But after Forte scored those two early touchdowns, it was like the worst display of quarterbacking play that you would ever find in an NFL game ever. And that one still leaves a mark to anyone that was in attendance at that game or watched that game. I don't know if you remember that one. It was offensive to all quarterbacks it everywhere. It was take, taking football back 50 years. Yes, studs wonders. Where's Craig Krenzel? Dr. Krenzel. I think, is he a doctor now? I'm just being polite because he was probably 4A or 4B. <laughs> he was not. Uh, as an NFL quarterback, he was a great student because he was a guy that was there because of his cerebral nature. Uh, you could add many others to the list. I, Jim, I think Jimmy Clausen also was uh, in Seattle, uh, part of the ten possessions, ten punts game, which was, that's that's another that's another moment that's only only the Bears could pull off. How about Chad Hutchinson, who was so bad in preseason 2005, he had a bad game on a Friday and was shown the door on a Monday, he, never to return. I don't think we've ever gotten a quote from Chad Hutchinson about his Bears tenure because nobody could find him after that. He's surfing somewhere. But he was so good the year before that they brought him back for the second year, right? So this is this is the life we live. And uh, yeah. like I say, who knows how long uh, Tyson time will last. Uh, but but in the meantime, like you, you should be able to get yourself to a point where you can just appreciate, as I talked about earlier, just appreciate the swing that this kid is going to give this thing and not get caught up in, in big picture conclusions or interpretations. Let's just let's just see what he does with this opportunity and, and take it uh, each step of the way. Enjoy the badgentry, if you will, and we will. 